What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. I just got back last night, really late, from a Tony Robbins' event. I went to UPW with Mike Simmons, actually, and we actually had four uh, Runway members there. A bunch of other people came up to me that uh, knew me from the podcast or some of our videos or events or things like that. It was really cool to see uh, some of our members there and uh, other folks in the real estate industry. So what I wanted to do is just sit down and uh, it was really helpful for me to kind of put everything together. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through uh, the four days and some of the things that I learned uh, at that event. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. So uh, I've heard this term knowledge broker recently. And I thought of myself, I really like to read and condense information and go to events and study from other people. And I feel like a lot of us, that's, that's really um, what we do is we try to get information from lots of different people, put it together, and then put our spin on it. So uh, this is going to be some of my takeaways and some of the things that uh, Tony and his staff and some of the other speakers shared at the event on today's podcast. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy it. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, what's going on, everybody? I just got back from a Tony Robbins event, and the past couple podcasts have been post-flip hacking live. I've actually been doing them just on my phone and uh, audio messages and stuff like that, sending them to the team. But today, I'm back in the studio. I'm pumped. I'm really excited to... Uh, to get going. We just got done our annual planning sessions before that. And I got to leave the day after that to fly down to West Palm Beach. Uh, Mike Simmons flew in, him and I flew down there and I uh, got to spend some time together. It was really cool. And we got to go through this four day immersive experience. And if you guys have never been to a Tony Robbins event, if you think Flip Hacking Live is bad about not getting a schedule or times or things like that, um, we were showing up at like seven o'clock in the morning and we were there some nights till two o'clock in the morning, some nights till uh, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, uh, no breaks. We had one hour and a half lunch break or dinner break. And then we had a 30 minute break the day before, but that was it nonstop. Just go, go, go it, full immersion. It was pretty wild to see. And they definitely have a method to their madness. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I really, I would highly recommend uh, if you guys have been on the fence or thinking about going, that you uh, then you go attend. They got virtual ones, and uh, this was the first in-person event that they had done in two years. And they were definitely um, it was it was loud, it was wild. There's about ten thousand people there probably, uh, so it was really really good for me and everybody else. Um, you know, I'm in, a, in an interesting place in my life right now. So some of the things that I pulled away, like if you went, you might get some different things than I did. But here is my kind of breakdown. I sat down and. Uh, on, the, on my flight home, I, I had the iPad out and I was kind of uh, reading through my notes and I had probably the biggest breakthrough on the way home, which I think I'll talk about towards the end. But I've got about um, 25, 30 minutes or so before my next meeting. So I'll try to uh, give you guys everything that I can. And if I don't have enough time, then I'll do another one. So I'm just going to go day by day. The first day, I think, you know, going in there, I wasn't sure what to expect. I was actually a little bit nervous and uncomfortable going in. Um, I'd seen Tony before speak at a couple other events just for, you know, five or six hours. And that's really what drove me. Just a lot of the things that he was sharing, me diving deeper into his content, reading his books, things like that, listening to some of his, um, his uh, videos. It really kind of pushed me to go to this event and see him. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really know before that. I was like, I'm not going to be jumping around and screaming and yelling and doing all this stuff, drinking the Tony Robbins Kool-Aid, as he calls it. Um, but, you know, 
a couple of years ago, I just stepped into that event and said, well, I'm just going to do what he asked me to do. And let's just see where it takes me. And uh, last year, or, or in September of this year, when we went again to Funnel Hacking Live, Russell Brunson's event, um, my, my team was there. There were three of our team members, Andre, our videographer, Vanessa, the event director, Jessup, our marketing director, and me. And they probably didn't recognize me because I was jumping and screaming and clapping and dancing. And I just, it was not my normal self. But I'll tell you, the more I can become that, I think, um, so that's one of my big takeaways. The more I can become that, the energy that I can that I can bring to a conversation or things like that, it changes my decisions. So the first day was a lot about that, a lot about kind of like beliefs and structures of that. So for me, one of the quotes that he said in the very beginning that hit me really hard that I think you guys will enjoy is he said, most of you are here because you can control the outside world, but are having trouble with the inside. So most of you are here because you control the outside world, your drivers, your entrepreneurs, your business owners, all these things. And like control has been something that you can do inside of your business and maybe even in your personal life, whether it was good or bad control, right? It could be either one, but you can't control what's going on on the inside, the beliefs, the, the feelings, the thoughts that you have uh, primarily in your head, right? The things that are potentially holding you back. So that was really big for me. And I think it will probably resonate with you guys that are listening. Um, there's something out there that's that's bigger, that's calling you, and you don't know what it is, and you're trying to figure it out. So that, that was big for me. And uh, and then we kind of got into like doing the work and some of the belief and what's hit us. So um, he talked about like you have to work through and beyond what's comfortable. Like we go to the point of comf where we're comfortable and then we just kind of stop, right? So if we're at the gym, we might like lift enough weight until we hit like our comfort zone. And we're like, I'm not really going to push past that. And that's where almost all the gains are is just on the other side of that comfort zone. Same thing in business. Like we get to the point where we're comfortable, right? Like if you're sitting down right now and you're like, you know what? My life is pretty comfortable. Well, probably the reason why you haven't taken the next step to jump like deeper into real estate or follow your dreams or your goals or your passion or anything that you have is because you're comfortable. So it's where we push past that comfortability, past that comfort zone, where the magic happens. Like that's where like real true joy is and, and, and life is and growth and all that stuff. So um, that's that was a big part of like pushing past what's comfortable. And I pushed past comfort a lot um, on this day. At the end of day one, if you know anything about this event, you walk on fire. And I'll talk about that a little bit. They take they, they have a big fire burning outside and they take all the hot coals anywhere between 1600 and 2200 degrees, they say, and, and they, they put it out there and you walk it like no problem. So um, and that's that's like them pushing you past what's comfortable, what you believe, what you think is possible. Um, we can handle a lot more than we think is possible. And so um, the other thing we talked about is like you can't change what's happening um, in your life or anything that you want to change if you're not true to yourself, like if you're not telling the truth. So if you can't tell yourself to the, to the truth, then you can't truly change. And that's what I thought was interesting. That was a big takeaway for me because a lot of times we come up with um, reasons like why we didn't, why like why we didn't accomplish a goal or we got close or we didn't even try, right? And it's just kind of like we come up with excuses and reasons and we're not really like true with ourselves. Um, and so that was a big thing. Like we, we tell, we like lie to ourselves to stay comfortable, right? We're comfortable. And then we lie to ourselves like, oh, like, I have this big idea, I have this calling, I have this vision, I have this dream of this place that I want to go or this thing that I want to do. Um, but, you know, I don't have this or I don't have this or, you know, I'm, I, I'll start next week or next year. 
Um, you know, I'll go to that event in the future or I'll try to find the time or, oh, I just couldn't make it work. It's, uh, it's just not, it's just not going to work. The dates won't work or, or, oh, it's too much money. I'm, I really can't spend that money right now, but in the future I will, like I'll make a little bit more and then I'll get to the point where I can do those things. Right. So we lie to ourselves to keep ourselves in our comfort zone. And he talked about the, the, these four boxes and I've, I've talked about them at our events. I talked about them at some of our virtual events. So some of the early things that I learned from Tony was the, uh, the potential, like humans having this limitless potential, like unlimited potential. And then we take action and we see results and then it changes our belief, right? So we're talking about belief patterns in day one. So this cycle and going around and around in this positive cycle, this way where we have this, this potential, we take this action, we get a result and then it changes our beliefs and we keep going around and around that cycle instead of the opposite direction where we take like less action, we see less potential in ourselves, we don't have any results and we, our belief is crashes down, right? So um, I can't, I don't have a lot of time to go in deep into this, but um, what he talked about is really this, this helps us with our momentum, right? And when you think about the results, this was the kind of the aha that I had on day one from even just talking to our mastermind members and everything about these, these four, the cycle, right? This, this positive kind of success cycle is, um, is our results are really important. So what he said there was, he said, get the results first, it's like, what, how do you do that? Like, you have to take action to get the results. Like, like, how do people get results before they've done anything, right? You have this, like, you know that if, if you can agree that we all have this uh, unlimited potential, like virtually unlimited potential inside of us, we have the potential to do way more than what we're doing right now. And I believe that that's true for you, whether you believe it or not. Like, I'll tell you, I believe that that's true for you. And if you're listening to this podcast, you are absolutely in the top of um, of people out there that are interested in growth and contribution and impact and, and becoming better. So I believe that, hope, uh, hopefully you believe it too, but if you don't, I believe it before you believe it, okay? So I believe in you, that you have this potential. And what to get you to take the action, like the results, get the results first is what he talked about. So what he does is he says, visualize it, like truly visualize it, like in vivid color, visualize those results. Like this is what I'm going after. You want to go after that and visualize already having accomplished it. Like if you can close your eyes and you have this, like this, this, this belief in yourself that you can do that, right? You, and you can see it and it's clear and it's right there for you. And if you can, if you can see that, like truly visualize it, then you'll know, like when things get hard, you'll keep going, right? It will, your, your beliefs, you'll be able to keep pushing. You'll be able to take that action. You'll be able to push past comfortability when you can see it. So if you can imagine in your mind in clear enough, vivid, um, a vivid color, right? Then you'll believe it. And then if you believe it, then you can start taking those actions and then start seeing the results. So um, he said, see, feel, and experience what you want, not what you fear. So a lot of us talk about, um, I'm afraid of this, or I'm afraid of that. And it stops us from even starting, even going, right? And so if you can visualize it in, in vivid color, that's why um, like, uh, vision boards are so important that people talk about your goals, like reading your goals every single day, like put them up on the wall. Um, I've got something that I wrote down of where I'm going um, and, and what I want to do. And, and they did a bunch of exercises. I'm putting it up on the wall. Like it's going to, I'm going to look at it every single day. Cause when I look at that, I know that that's going to change my beliefs. It's going to change how I show up. It's going to change the actions. It's going to help me make decisions the proper way. Um, it, it will, it will stop me from, from not doing something because it, I know that if I do it, it'll directly lead to those, those items that I'm looking to accomplish this year and going forward. So 
those are some of the things that he talked about. Um, we talked a lot about emotion built into those beliefs. So like the feeling that you have, the, the energy state that you have and things like that, uh, building into your belief as well. And then um, the, the another big takeaway that I had from this first day was he said uh, money, I, I've heard him say this before, but there was, there was a couple of things he went a little bit deeper. He said, money doesn't change people. It magnifies who we are. And I always say that money's kind of like a mirror. Like when you flash money in front of somebody, it's like a mirror. You actually see like your true self, the decisions, decisions that you make based around money. So an example, like somebody will kind of push somebody over, or step on them or say uh, bad things about somebody and just like, just to make more money or they'll make um, decisions that don't really follow the, uh, maybe my values or your values or somebody else's values. Um, because I mean, you can be a really smart criminal, right. And, and make a ton of money. You could be just a really smart person that, that, uh, builds the kingdom and really like pushes towards, um, um, like really growth contribution and impact for the world in a positive way instead of a negative way. So he talks about money is magnifying who people really are. And then he took it uh, like a step further and talked a little bit about that where, um, in all this, like who you who you are is how you see things. So um, talking about like happiness is a skill and a power that can be developed inside of you, and your your human emotion being the quality of the life that you have. So um, he he talked about if you weren't happy before COVID hit. So COVID was something obviously that we're kind of had all experienced, and and some people you can see some people went into that and they were like just more depressed and negative, and 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 you're like oh, and they're blaming it on COVID, but really it's like if you if you were unhappy before COVID, you're going to be even more unhappy in COVID. If you were happy, there's people that that used it that that enjoyed spending time with their family and their friends, or maybe not their friends, but their family. They're locked in, right? And they're like, you know what? I'm I'm just super happy. This is actually really great. Like, it magnifies who you are, money and and setbacks and and all of these things. Like who you are, your human emotion is really what kind of goes. Um, into anything that you do. So, um, and then he started talking about relationships. And this is the quote that I wrote down. The state of my relationship is the state that I bring to it. The state of my relationship is the state that I bring to it. So do you bring positive energy and happiness to your relationship? If you do, it's probably pretty good. Do you bring negativity and unhappiness to your relationship? If you do, and it's probably not very good. So our emotions, the state that we're in, how we show up for other people is what we bring to the equation. And when something bad happens to us, it just magnifies that same feeling and emotion that we already had and is our default state back to the problem. So think about this. Like, how do you show up? What is the state that you're in? Are you happy? Are you, do you love life? Are you energetic? Are you excited about things? Or are you always kind of like angry and frustrated and mad and, and looking for problems? So like, honestly, this was big for me. Like, I always kind of feel like I'm always looking for the problems and things so I can fix them. And I'm all carry around frustration a lot of times. Like we're, we're not doing things. Like what aren't we doing instead of what we are doing? Like focus on that and do more of it. So just kind of, if you shift the way that you think and the way that you show up, your relationships will be better. Your friendships will be better. Your relationship with God, your business, your relationship with your employees and your staff and all the people around you, they're going to see that, you know, they're going to see that you show up with happiness and joy. Like that friend that you have, that's like always joking around and smiling all the time, right? They're always smiling. You're smiling too, when you're around them, I'm sure. You're like, I just love to be around this person. I have no idea why we don't even talk about anything. They just make me laugh all the time. So 
some things to think about there that were really a big aha for me. The state of my relationship is a state that I bring to it. If I wasn't happy before I went into COVID and the lockdowns and all that stuff, I'm not going to be happy in it. Um, all these things. So then we moved on to talking about fear, like faith and fear. And it's two primary fears in all people. Like if you think about all the things that you're scared of that are holding you back that you're not doing, there's like two primary things in there. If you go deep enough, I think on the why, you keep going down another level, you get to these two things. It's either I'm not enough or I won't be loved. So I'm not enough or I won't be loved. And you really get to those two points. So we talked about that. And what he said is the goal in all of this is not to be fearless. It's just to have courage. Like it's really to dive into, be to be courageous, right? And, um, and, you know, he, the, the defining courage is basically what he said is to be scared, but you do it anyway. So to be scared, but you do it anyway, you're courageous. And it's not to be void of fear and be fearless, but everyone has fear. We just need to know how we can use it, like how we use it for, uh, to push us a little bit, to push us further. And a lot of times um, he, he mentioned that, uh, talked about entrepreneurs and a lot of business owners in there and myself, he's like, you guys uh, don't even, you don't say that you have fear. You're not afraid of anything, right? You're drivers and all this stuff, but you say you have stress, you're stressed out. And that's, you can basically take stress and replace fear. And so I'm not enough, or I won't be loved. These two primary drivers of what, what is really fearful for all humans, the human race, right? Um, so then we talked about like the kind of the meanings of things, like what meaning do you give things? So in, in all of this fear or struggles or, or stress, or however you want to call it, like what's the meaning that you're going to give to the problems and things as they pop up uh, being really important. And one of the examples that we went through is um, the same event can happen to two people, right? But the meaning that they give to that event will determine the outcome that they see. So the same thing can happen to two people and the meaning changes. So um, an example could be like an accident or a diagnosis or something like that. Two people can see things totally differently and put themselves in a different state and, and, and give a meaning to that thing and have two like widely different outcomes. Somebody could say like, this is happening for me, not to me. Um, maybe they got a, a negative a medical diagnosis or something like that, something that is really like scaring them, right? And they say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this to change my diet, to change my behavior, to change all these things to give me, and, and I'm going to see my future and my life with my family. I'm going to push through and they fight through and they actually can get out of that situation, feet cancer, do all those things. And then the person who says like, oh, I only have a month to live, like, oh my gosh, this is happening to me. Why are they doing this? Why me? Why me? Why me? And you can see, you know, typically they might only live for a month or two months and they succumb to it instead of fight through it. So the meaning that we give things are so important. Two people can have the same exact event happen to them. See the world in that event as, as something good. And I talked about this at Flip Hacking Live is you can, you can actually see um, that, that this is a positive thing that happened to me, like this problem, this um, maybe I had a failure or something that happened in, in business or my life or my family, and, and it's a positive thing. I'm going to, what can I learn from it? Or why me, why me, why me? Um, this keeps happening to me. What's wrong with me? And you see two very different outcomes of those two people. Um, we went through, ah, man, I might have to break this into two podcasts now. Uh, I'm all, still on day one. So uh, this towards the end of the day one, we talked about the six human needs. I've talked about those um, on the podcast before I've talked about about our events, but basically I'll run through them really quickly. The four needs of the personality, certainty, uncertainty, or variety, significance, and love and contribution. So those four kind of have those primary needs, uh, this needs of the personality that get met. And then you can move into these needs of the spirit, the two needs of the spirit being growth and contribution. So um, I, I'd like to do an entire presentation on this. And I did like 
we put my success presentation on the podcast. You go back and listen to it. I talk about these six things and I talk about how they can drive you towards success and, and some of those things and having three of them where you have an addiction um, and, and having a good addiction in, in business and, and relationships and friendships and stuff like that is really important. So I would encourage you to go back maybe three or four episodes and listen to that presentation on success, uh, the art of um, art of fulfillment and the uh, science of achievement a presentation that I did at Flip Hacking Live. But these, uh, he, we went a little bit deeper into some of these, which I really enjoyed uh, on day one. And then at the end, we uh, walked on fire. So the end of day one, we walked on, um, we walked on fire. It was, it was amazing. It was actually uh, very, uh, I, I, it actually, I, I didn't feel anything. And then maybe an hour or two later, I was like, wow, my feet are, we were walking home, me and Mike, and we were like, he's like, is your, are your feet feel kind of hot? And I was like, yeah, they do actually. And then he even told me he had a little bit of trouble sleeping because his feet were kind of on fire. <laughs> and um, so it's, uh, it was an interesting, it was definitely a party trick that I have no use for afterwards other than telling the story, but, um, it is, it really just shows like what, what's possible when you have, you change your state, you can change the beliefs, the way that you, um, the label that you put on things and stuff like that. So that was day one day two, we moved into what they call like momentum day. So to create uh, change, so we had this belief, we had these ideas, we had all the things that we wanted to do, right? And then day two is like, okay, well, how do we actually change, but not just change, but create lasting change, like change that will last. And so um, we went through that. And we talked about moving from like, I should do something to I must do something. Like you get to the point that you must do something, you change the the words that you give to things are really important. So to go from should to must, like, I, everybody knows they should lose some weight, probably. But when you were like, I must lose weight, it is a certainty, I have to do this right now, for my health, for my family, for my kids for for me for whatever it is like i must when you change it to a must from a should then everything changes so um and and this is one of the quotes that i pulled out i absolutely love change is never a matter of ability always a matter of motivation change is never a matter of ability always a matter of motivation and that really is it like what's pushing us and driving us to to want to do that change and that's how we can create a lasting change not just a change that will go back we talked i talked about the thermostat setting at flip packing live we'll go back to our default thermostat setting. So, and we all have a gap between where we are right now and where we wanna go, right? And the road to that is not straight, but we have this gap from where we are to where we wanna go. And we really gotta think about how are we gonna fill that gap? Like, what are we using to fill that gap? And I have some uh, some things that I think that we can help you uh, fill that gap at Seven Figure Flipping. So, um, uh, he says, some like, your, your beliefs, going back to the beliefs, like they are limiting you. So um, some of you have beliefs about things from the past that are limiting where you're going in the future. And those limiting beliefs, we talk about those a ton and we think about those, but really it, like it might just be about the size, like the numbers of zeros that you have on your income. It might be about um, the life that you want to live. It might be about um, the meaning that you put to things. So this beliefs, I, and I talk about it all the time, like the beliefs that we give things, they're, they're holding us back. They're the armor around our true identity, like our essence. You know, they, they define our identity, but our old beliefs, we need to keep crushing those and shattering those and, and ripping them away and creating new belief systems all the time. Um, and he, he said something here. He said, your beliefs live in you. He said, humans will do more to protect what they have and where they are than go get what they want. So they'll do more to protect what they have and where they are than to go do something new and go where they think they say that they want to go, but they actually won't do it because they're just default to protect where they are and what they have. So um, we hear these limiting beliefs. We need to ask a couple questions. So uh, he, he went through this exercise. I'm going to give you these three questions that you can ask anytime this belief pops up. So we start telling ourselves stories about our business that are limiting us or slowing us down. Maybe it's like, um, um, 
you know, I, I'm a, uh, I don't want to hire somebody. I don't want to be responsible for, for their family. That was one of my early like limiting problems and beliefs. And so it said like, um, or it, it, he gave this example, like as a business grows, cash flow goes down. Like actually the, the bottom line, it needs to go down. The first thing you ask, is this really true? So like, is this, is this really true? Like what, what I'm telling myself and what I believe, is it really true? And then what if it isn't, you know? And then so uh, then, then the second thing to ask is, how, how, did, how does that thought make you feel? So how does that thought make you feel? And so what are the, what are the words that you're giving to that thought or that belief, right? So maybe it's, uh, I, don't, I don't have any money. I can't, I can't do this business because I, I don't have any money. So what is, like, is that really true? Is that really true? And then what, is it, what are those thoughts? Like, how does that affect you? Like, how does that make you feel when you, when you hear that and say that? Then the last thing is we ask, if you've never had that thought, if you never had that thought or that limiting belief, how would you feel about your business, what you want to do, where you want to go? Um, how would you feel about it? And so um, I'll give a couple examples. So is that really true? Yes or no? And then for me, number two, when I said, how do you feel about the belief that I was talking about? I, I put stressed, pressure, uh, uh, made me wonder some things about um, about myself and the business, and then and what would you do? Like, how would you feel if you never had that thought or that limiting belief? Or excited? This is going to work. I would love to grow the business. I would be more passionate about it and, and excited about it. So, um, th- those are uh, those are some things that 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 came through on day two as well. So, um, all right, I got to go to my meeting, but I'm going to pop back in here and continue this when I get done. <laughs> There's a lot. All right, so those three questions were pretty impactful for me at this event and understanding uh, the limiting beliefs that I have and how I can potentially get out of that by asking myself, what if you never thought that, you never had that belief, how would you show up? And really thinking through that of how would I show up if, if, if I never had that thought? Or And that's, that's really your answer. Like from there, you can go. So if you, if you can get to the place of, if I never had that belief, like if I kill off that belief, how successful could I be? What could happen? So I got a question for you now. Um, what would you do in your business if you couldn't fail? And there were no obstacles. Like you couldn't fail. Um, you couldn't, you didn't have to worry about any of those things that are potentially holding you back. What would you do? What would that do for the prof- your profitability in your business and potentially your life, your family, your relationships, how you show up, all of those things? And what does that look like for you? Um, cause I know here at seven figure flipping, that's primarily what we do. It's that we, it, Tony talked about the tactics and the strategies and all that stuff. Like we already know what we need to do. It's just the beliefs that are holding us back. All these things, like we don't have somebody that's going to push us. We don't have that coach and that trainer that's going to push us a little bit further. We don't have that, um, accountability partner, that person that runs alongside of us, that's going to push us past where we can do. We're not going to get that extra at past the comfort zone. Right? So you hire a trainer in the gym so they can push you past what your comfort zone is. Like I talked about in the beginning, you get out of your comfort zone. Past comfortability is where the growth happens. Who's pushing you? And what if you couldn't fail? Like what if all of that stuff could be removed? Like you're out there looking right now for tactics and strategies. You could be listening to this podcast for years, just on the outside, just getting tactics and strategies and ideas. You're out on YouTube and different forums, going, uh, potentially even going to some events, looking for kind of the stuff that, the tactics and strategies are going to help you. That silver bullet, like that's what we're looking for all the time. And so for me, like I think, I truly think the thing that's holding you back is you. It's you. And it's me. 
I'm holding myself back on a regular basis, the beliefs that I have. And I'm going to go into that some more. I'm out of time here, but I'm going to do another podcast on day three and day four. But what if you, what if you couldn't fail? Like what if there, what if, what if, what if we could help you? What if we can help you remove those limiting beliefs? What if that's thing that's holding you back? We can't see it. Like you cannot see it. You can't look in the mirror and see this stuff. Um, you can dig really deep, try to find that stuff, but somebody else can see it in you. How many times have you been like looking at somebody else and you can see right away what's wrong with them? Like what's going on, there's things that are holding them back and you can give them great advice, right? But we don't give ourselves great advice. We don't know what we need until we open up about it. We get vulnerable. We share what's working, what's not working. And, and we go through these different exercises and these different struggles to kind of pull these things out of us and other people can help us, right? And that's what we do. Like, I think that's where we're the best in the world at. At Seven Figure Flipping is we can really figure out. And I've been spending a lot of time on these, this belief systems, our, our values, the things that are holding us back, like our identity, exactly what I talked about last year. We put on the podcast a couple of times this presentation on the hero's two journeys, like the identity struggle that we have, not living in our essence, not looking at that, not moving forward, all the stuff that's holding us back. So um, I think the thing that's holding you back is you. And this is what we do the best. So um, if you've been listening to podcasts for a while, if you've been, uh, you know, maybe you bought our uh, academy course or something like that, and you're ready for the next thing, like the next thing for you is seven figure altitude, if you're ready. So um, we would love to have you in there. I'd love to help work with you, our team work with you, some of the other members inside the mastermind to work with you. But this is the next thing, right? You hire a coach and a trainer in the gym to tear the muscles, to push you past what you're comfortable, where, where your comfort zone is, right? And this is what I got from this. Like I was there in, in these first couple of days just going, man, we, we've got to figure out how to make, how to help push people past our limits. We have accountability groups. We have our mastermind meetings. We have all of our monthly calls. We have all the things that we do inside of some bigger altitude that push people past their limits. And it can be uncomfortable sometimes. And there are things that pop up that you don't see that are there. These belief struggles, these issues, all that stuff. But that's the thing that I'd say. So um, if we can fix that, what would your business look like? If we can help you through these struggles and these challenges, what would your business look like? What would your life look like? Like, would it be worth it? So, and all you have to do is fill out an application, go to sevenfigurealtitude.com, fill out an application to join us and we'll have a conversation. We'll see if it's right. You know, we'll see if it's right for you and see if it's right for us. And um, so I've got, I know that we can help you. Like I know that we can figure out what's, what's stopping you, what's holding you back. Every single meeting in that, that first year is going to be really pushing you past your, your comfort zone, your limits to get to, you say you want these goals and you want these things and you want these, uh, you want this growth and this contribution and this impact and all that stuff. But like we give lip service to it a lot of times, like we want it, but we don't want it to be uncomfortable. We're actually comfortable where we are. So a lot of times the way I see people grow inside of our mastermind is just simply showing up and seeing that other people are further along than them. And they're like, Oh, if they can do it, I can do it. You know? And a lot of these belief problems go away. And you also find out you're, it's, it's pretty lonely, isn't it? It's a lonely world uh, running a business in the real estate business, all, all the stuff that we do. It's lonely. And I think the way that we can get away from that is to really be around people who share the same values, characteristics, beliefs that we do, and, and, and get away from the people that share the beliefs that, that we shouldn't keep because they're holding us back. So the people inside of the group that are growing, that are, uh, that are making an impact, that are, are doing things that you look at are more than you, it's just because they have slightly different beliefs. Like they've gotten rid of some of the beliefs that were holding them back and they're, they're creating new beliefs and putting them in their place. So I know that we can do it. I know that we can help you. So what's stopping you from filling out an application and getting to the next level? So the other thing that Tony said is there's a level above every level. 
Like there's always a way that you can get to the next level. And I think for a lot of us, that's what we're searching for all the time is that growth. If you're not growing, you're dying. He says a lot of times uh, over these past couple of days. So I'd love to invite you to fill out an application. Join us in Seven Figure Altitude. Go to sevenfigurealtitude.com. So the number seven, figurealtitude.com. Links in the show notes, in the email, all that stuff. Um, you can find us out there. We'd love to talk with you, be a part of your journey, help you through some of these things. And uh, I'm going to continue to build out content, materials, courses, stuff like that for this, because I think this is the next level. Um, we're launching something inside of the, the Altitude Group right now that I think is going to get everybody to the next level, so myself included. So for if you're out there, thank you guys for, for hanging out with me, listening to day one and day two. And um, I'm out of time, but I will create another one for day three and day four and kind of a wrap up, I think, because um, there's way more stuff that, that I jotted down that I wanted to share. So I hope this is helpful. Um, if anything, I want you to know that you, I believe in you. Um, you've got the opportunity and ability to do way more than you're doing right now. And we have all the tactics and strategies. So everything that we have is inside of us that we need. Um, and we just need somebody to help us pull that out, get rid of these old beliefs, kill them off, um, input new ones there, and be the gap filler between where we are and where we want to go. So hopefully seven figure flipping is that for you can get you from where you are to where you want to go um, in our seven figure altitude group, our runway program, stuff like that. But right now, like if you're hearing this and you're like, I am, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm at a high level. There's a level above that level. We'd love to have you inside of our altitude group. Go to sevenfigurealtitude.com, check it out. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast where we'll talk about day three and day four of uh, the UPW event that I went to. See you.